honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Pal Dino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on all your favorite podcasting apps and is also a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. Thank you once and always for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today as we are in the month of December. Merry Christmas, everybody, and <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, <laughs> and all the others. Thank you again. So much for joining the show. The Minnesota Timberwolves played two games this past weekend. Well, it was a one-to-one split. Both games, well, I mean, the Wolves didn't exactly dominate, but nice win over the Pacers and really crappy loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Wolves should have had that game, and they just let it go. Indiana Pacers, big lead in that one, and hung on and <laughs> hung on for dear life as Miles Turner kept hitting threes and Halliburton kept setting players up one after another for spot-up shots and such. So 15 assists in that game. That's pretty damn crazy. Two games to review, four games to preview, but two against Portland, two out of the four against Portland. So that makes that a little bit easier. It's kind of like previewing two ga- uh, three games, pardon me. The Blazers are actually on TV right now, or they're about to be against the Denver Nuggets, fellow division rivals here in the Northwest division. It was the Midwest years ago, now it's the Northwest, and yeah, we didn't used to play against Portland and Denver and stuff, but I like the <laughs> I like the later times because of the shift at work, so at least for the most part. Uh, yep, there's that beautiful Blazers logo that I've always liked. I have never, <laughs> I haven't liked the team in about 25 years or so, but uh, I, I've always liked the logo and the uniforms, there's no doubt about that, especially the black ones, but white ones work too. Um, just nice color scheme, all that cool stuff. Yep, sorry, I'm distracted already watching that on the screen. Two teams have driven me nuts for the last 30 years, Denver and, and, uh, Portland. Ugh. (laughs) Except in the Clyde Drexler era. Um, so let's get going where I need to be here. The Oklahoma City Thunder game. Ugh, yeah. The Wolves had this. I mean, it was Friday the 3rd, no, Saturday the 3rd of December. Oklahoma City was ahead, and they stayed ahead, actually, so it was a crappy game, but a great third quarter. You thought the Wolves were going to pull away, and, they, you know, it was nice and everything. The Wolves had a, had a decent lead going into the fourth, and then it just evaporated right around the midpoint or so. It's like, what just happened? It was unfrickin' believable. You also had the weird tussle between Rudy Gobert and Kenrich Williams. Of course, getting him mixed up is, is possible. Jalen Williams, obviously, he was a, a pain in the butt to deal with as well. But, uh, yep, uh, Kenrich Williams kind of stepped over Go, uh, Rudy Gobert. Gobert kind of, like, went after him a bit, tripped him. Was it intentional? Yeah, pretty much. And then they, they kind of started a tussle. Rudy Gobert was ejected. Lots of uh, technical fouls in this game. Lots of frustration. Anthony Edwards was teed up later on for a BS call. Clearly, <laughs> clearly the, the guy was moving, and the call was still made against Rudy Gobert. So the defender was clearly moving. It was so damn uh, frustrating. I believe that was Jalen Williams. That's where the confusion comes in. The <laughs> it, it, It's just, you know, seriously, the feet were moving. And again, they still called a charge on Anthony Edwards, who was having a great game. Ultimately, uh, Wolves end up blowing this one as three-pointers were just missing and missing and missing. Kind of like, again, like I've said a million times, where uh, Popovich would say, we shot the ball, it didn't go in. What's it going to take in the next quarter? Hard work, you know, that crappy interview. <laughs> That's how he is. Um, they shot the ball and didn't go in pretty much in the fourth quarter. It was down the stretch. It was insanely frustrating. I was starting to, like, lose my mind. And just one thing after another, lazy defense, extreme frustration. Uh, certain individuals had really nice games. Like, Nas Reed stepped up in a big, 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 big way. Rudy Gobert was, well, he made all his shots. He was close to the basket and such, and most of them... <laughs> He's been rebounding like crazy. Um, so <laughs> it's like Rudy Gobert's performance versus Indiana. You think, well, that's the that's the uh, 
Lone Wolf. It's like, no, no, it's not going to be him. Obviously, he only made nine minutes in the game. Wendell Moore started again, but unfortunately, this one kind of went the other way. Wendell Moore didn't do anything wrong, uh, but and he even shot four of six. Yeah, he can shoot a little bit, too. Really hoping that Wendell Moore continues to develop and become a valuable piece for this team for many years to come. Anthony Edwards with back-to-back games with six steals. Pretty damn cool. But unfortunately, five turnovers, so that kind of almost evened out. But back to Nas Reed. He, he rebounded. <laughs> he played like Rudy Gobert in a lot of good ways. A more mobile version of Rudy Gobert. Of course, Rudy Gobert looked awfully mobile as well blocking shots late in the game against uh, uh, Indiana Pacers, but four blocks for Nasrid, 18 rebounds, 13 points. He missed both of his, his three-point attempts, but 50% from the floor. Jalen Noel off the bench, also 6-13. Got to the line for eight free throws, made seven of them. 21 points. Nice, solid performance for Jalen Chauncey Billups Noel. <laughs> Jalen Chauncey Billups Noel with the number four. Nice, nice game off the bench. Really like what he's been providing the past several games now. Uh, he had disappeared for a while, started off super hot, was like fantasy basketball material, and then just like died, basically disappeared off the face of the earth. And then, okay, all right, now he's starting to, now he's starting to do it again. Uh, he, he could not shoot for the longest time, and then defensively, just not a whole lot to brag about either. But again, 18 rebounds for Nasrid, incredible four blocks, and still had the 13 points. Filled in insanely well for Rudy Gobert. Um, Nasrid recognizes, you know, the opportunities that are there, and he makes the most of them. Uh, not in an opportunist way, like, oh, now I can do it, but more of like a guy who is going to do the best he can all the time he's out there. Um, Nasrid is an underrated player in this league, no doubt about it. Hope he can stay, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens, along with uh, Jalen Noel. Those two guys would be huge losses, I think, for this team going forward uh, in the offseason if the Wolves were to not retain Jalen Noel and Nasrid, but Let's not do the, uh, <laughs> let's let's hope it's not a Trenton Hassel and Troy Hudson type of thing where you fork over too much money and then you're just like, you literally have no uh, no ability to really maneuver the cap at all. That'd be insanely frustrating, but, well, then again, how can we anyway? With Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns making like $100 million a year, basically, combined. It's freaking crazy. Anthony Edwards, you know, obviously very animated, very aggressive throughout the game, like he was also against Indiana. Really appreciated what he did, and again, the six steals. Sometimes you think of that as an overrated stat, but again, at the same time, um, his his steals were providing breaks and points and all that, and getting the ball to players for breaks, and obviously breaks for himself. Really appreciate what Anthony Edwards was able to accomplish. <clears throat> Jaden McDaniels playing a little bit better, but nothing too spectacular. Again, got into foul trouble. Fowell Trouble with four, uh, five, started, sorry, in 18 minutes. Five fouls, that is. Uh, Kyle Anderson, also an underrated thing here, is four, four blocks, five assists, and two steals. Uh, he is starting to do a little bit of that. He's starting to help fill a little bit of what um, Vanderbilt would do in the past. Unfortunately, not as not as young as uh, Vanderbilt, not as young and spry, but well, got a little bit of that veteran ability down the stretch. He was a plus thirteen in the game. Kyle Anderson was very helpful. Uh, whereas Jaden McDaniel's the opposite, my minus twenty two. So Kyle Anderson, you could argue things went a little bit better when he was on the floor. It doesn't tell the whole story, but it tells some of it. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, again, down the stretch. All of a sudden, you know, I mean, obviously Oklahoma City, they played a good game, give them credit and everything. They made their shots, but the Wolves missed their shots, which is really annoying. And then some stupid calls that didn't go our way as well. Again, I mean, I thought a little bit of overreaction on uh, Rudy Gobert. And of course, also, again, you know, technical foul and a B, uh, on a BS uh, charge on Anthony Edwards, which kind of like basically was like all she wrote after that. They didn't necessarily cost the Wolves the game, but they sure as hell didn't help. Here comes the train. This is this was Rudy Gobert in Indianapolis or in Indiana, whatever. Very very cool performance for uh, <laughs> Rudy Gobert. Mm. I wish somebody upstairs had stopped moving around. Also, it's driving me nuts. So uh, let's move on to the Indiana Pacers game. Several days later, he had a little break, a little time to stew. There goes Rudy. Hey Rudy, Rudy. They're not booing this time. They're rooting. Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. Yeah, that was cute, wasn't it? But that, that is what we were hearing. So we really appreciate uh, how that went. Pacers can shoot the basketball. There's no doubt about it. And uh, obviously when guys can shoot and Halliburton's able to set them up for some nice spot-up threes and whatever the heck else, 15 assists, it's a nice combination. 
Indiana Pacers are a solid basketball team for the most part. It's kind of surprising they don't win more. I don't know what the heck. So, I don't know. They just maybe don't have that big star, I guess. Though, I mean, I, I venture to say Miles Turner could be a star. And I'd love to have him on the Timberwolves, say, if it was a different scenario. A little cheaper and younger and more, more mobile and all that than um, Rudy Gobert. Four of six from downtown. And I swear he made all four of those threes down the stretch, keeping the... Uh, keeping the game in doubt when the Wolves kept trying to pull away but then the Pacers kept tying it back up or staying within uh, striking distance so to speak again 15 assists for Tyrese Halliburton awesome performance <laughs> 15 assists and of course he can shoot the ball he's he's definitely up there not maybe not like a star but almost I mean numbers like that that's a star 26 and 15 but can he do it on a regular basis Sometimes, I guess. Obviously, he's a very dangerous guy, and I've brought him up many times in the past when he played against the Pacers. But he held has settled into a very nice, uh, just a, a stud shooter role. He kept getting better with the Kings in the past, and now it's uh, ultimately doing a hell of a job with the Indiana Pacers. 7 of 11 from downtown, 9 of 15 overall. And Anthony Edwards and Rudy Gobert told the story here. 21 rebounds for Rudy Gobert, very aggressive. Most of his points were dunks, like smashing dunks, like shatter the backboard type of dunks. Jalen, uh, Jaden, Jaden, no, <laughs> Jaden McDaniels. Solid game. Um, Rudy Gobert definitely very animated, was kind of helping lead, and Anthony Edwards was obviously leading as well, and that's the title of the episode, where basically after the game, um, D'Angelo Russell, who had a great fourth quarter, 14 points, wound up with 28, and was a sp huge spark plug down the stretch, uh, said that uh, basically that Anthony Edwards is becoming, is really becoming a better and better pro every day, that uh, basically he led and we followed, basically, along that well, along those lines. He led and we followed. He told Chris Hine of the Star Tribune, so very cool, him being Anthony Edwards, or D'Angelo Russell about Anthony Edwards, that he led and we followed. So, pretty damn cool. Six more steals, but what's really annoying? What's really annoying? Takeaway ratio? Offset. Offset. Yep. Six turnovers. Come on, Anthony. So, come on, Ant. Come on, Ant. I'm trying to vibe with you, so I got to call you Ant, right? <laughs> so, that was extremely frustrating. Stop with the damn turnovers already. 21 in the game. Total for the team. Jalen Noel, another 14 off the bench. Not the sharpest game you ever saw, but sure as hell not the, not the worst. Sure as heck not the, or whatever you want to say. Luca Garza getting a little bit of action. A star with Iowa, but still obviously very early to say what he's going to be in the National Basketball Association. Even with Carl Anthony Towns out. Poor Nas Reed, only 11 and a half minutes, but still one up with seven rebounds. So he's been listening to me a little bit, rebounding the damn basketball. Because I remember a lot of times last year, I used to get really ticked off, like, 30 minutes and you'd get like four rebounds or, or two or something like what's going on here aren't you like a you know aren't you a little better at rebounding than that you know <laughs> that was driving me absolutely bananas at times so yep that was that uh, <laughs> that was what that was Jordan McLaughlin of course always clutch and it was helpful in this one he's been clutch in many games with uh, some big plays some nice assists four assists in this one a lot of people love what Jordan McLaughlin can do and he was helpful against the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder as well. D'Angelo Russell, definitely more of a spark plug in this game than in previous ones. When he's on, he's on, and you love what he can do. It's just the lack of consistency and the, the high price that uh, he, he garners can drive you absolutely nuts at times. 9 of 10 from uh, the free throw line from Anthony Edwards as well, attacking the basket. A little bit below 50% from the floor, but we can live with that, I suppose. The turnovers, I wish, would would die and go away. Uh, eight assists definitely helped, though. Six steals, eight assists. Those are some nice, nice, uh, well, you can say stat fillers, but it's not even about that at this point. Those are things that really help the team. Obviously, a takeaway and, again, helping somebody score one way or another. Like, your pass led the player to score. Sorry, I'm starting to sound like John Madden here. You know, you give him the ball, you know, that's yards after catch. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Rudy Gobert, though, very aggressive, very animated throughout the game, kind of leading the way a bit along with Anthony Edwards, and they obviously were working together in a big way. A little bit of improved chemistry between them and, again, D'Angelo Russell, generally speaking, the spark plug. One thing that I noticed that I didn't like a whole lot, Rudy Gobert kind of animated and kind of giving some instructions to... Uh, some construction, some advice to Jaden McDaniels. He just kind of kept looking forward and just kind of was like, yeah, 
I, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. It's something, you know, I, I, I see that kind of crap at work all the time, too. It's like they're not even listening. You know, and if they are, they're just kind of being full of themselves. I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're too cool for you, kind of. I don't like that crap. Maybe I took it the wrong way because I see that all the time where I work and it drives me nuts. <laughs> they don't necessarily do it to me, but kind of. They, they, they kind of do. It's not good, you know. <laughs> it's not good necessarily, especially when you just got here in comparison to the other person. So <laughs> in terms of like Rudy Gobert's been in the league like a decade pretty much. Um, amazing block from behind also late in the game by Rudy Gobert. Considering he was guarding... Uh, I believe it was Halliburton on the, uh, yeah, it was Halliburton on the perimeter. He was guarding him on the perimeter, stuck with him, stuck with him, let him go a little bit, and then came up behind and blocked his shot. That was incredible uh, hustle and tenacity by uh, Rudy Gobert. It's frustrating that he doesn't block more shots because when you consider how aggressive and how good he was in this game, Rudy Gobert, only two blocks. It's kind of weird, but a huge block that pretty much sealed the deal down the stretch. With Minnesota this year, Rudy Gobert is only averaging 1.3 blocks a game. It's weird. Throughout most of his career, he's averaged about 2.3 to 2.5-ish range. So hopefully that number can go up. Otherwise, I guess you got Nas Reed blocking shots more than before, which is pretty exciting for the most part. I thought he had one in this game, but he did not. Nas Reed, he had four in the other game. Again, limited minutes. Uh, 0.9 so far and only 14.5 minutes. Uh, on average for Nasrid. He's actually never averaged 20 minutes a game, which is kind of sad. Huh. That's interesting. Um, well, see, the splits I don't think are going to help a whole lot. I suppose. Yep. Uh, starter. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Starter sub. What the heck is that? Yeah, he hasn't started a game this year, Nasrid. So, that's just kind of how that goes. At the end of the day confusing. This is like not right, but I'll, I'll get off of that. I apologize. I was curious about something and I'm not going to be able to retrieve it at the time, at, at this moment. But a, a nice solid win versus the Indiana Pacers. It's like proof that this team can be better, obviously. They can be better. They can play well against decent teams. The Pacers aren't exactly, you know, the, the Pacers aren't the Boston Celtics. They're not the whoever, you know, they're not the Phoenix Suns. So it's it's not like the hugest win ever, but still, it's it's a good win. And the fact you're able to sweep a, a pretty decent team that's actually been in the pain in the butt for the Timberwolves historically is still something that I would say is worthy of, well, you know, worthy of some kind of, uh, <laughs> worthy of a celebration in a sense of like, hey, you know, at least they got the job done. And I keep stumbling around myself here. Uh, well, it's only two games to... to uh, review, so I might as well get moving here. The Lone Wolf Award is going to go to the guy that, that leads and the others follow, apparently. That's Anthony Edwards. Pretty cool. Rudy Gobert is a nice uh, nice uh, top lieutenant, though, for him, I'd have to say, or first officer at the moment. He's doing a hell of a job in that sense, for the most part. Not always, but he sure did it versus Indiana. Where Anthony Edwards is becoming more of more of the consistent guy out there. It's a, it's a slowly but surely type of thing at age 21. The Johnny Flynn Memorial... In this one, uh, I don't think anybody really stands out like, holy cow, he was terrible. I've been I've been off and on frustrated with Jade McDaniels, generally speaking. I didn't like that kind of dazed, like, I don't really care what you're saying look on his face. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way, so maybe him, I guess. <laughs> he didn't play poorly, but he didn't really stand out either. Jade McDaniels, hopefully he can kind of, I don't know, get his head out of somewhere and... Uh, I, I don't know, be, be, become the player we all know he can be. Because I know it's there. I don't know, it's like it seems like he's always kind of, I don't know if it's bored or whatever it is. He certainly didn't play poorly necessarily, but five fouls versus the Thunder didn't help. We could have used his, We could have used him down the stretch. With that, we'll take a quick break, and we got four games to preview right after this. back here on Timberwolves Explosion segment number two. We're going to preview four games, but first let's hear from DraftKings as we are part of the Basketball Podcast Network, TBPN, the Basketball Podcast Network. 
DraftKings is our sponsor, and we appreciate them very much. The NBA season is heating up, and there are still so many great matchups and such to uh, follow and predict. How about Atlanta and Brooklyn? Uh, Atlanta, unfortunately, has dropped off a bit, but it's still an entertaining matchup. Cleveland and Sacramento, what, why not? Why not make a? Why not place a bet on that one? Uh, very, very improved Phoenix versus New Orleans. This could all be tonight if you get your whole uh, if you get your DraftKings app going. Dallas and Milwaukee. So games like that, definitely something to look forward to. So when I'm looking to get into the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game, like the Hawks tonight, (laughs) and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, uh, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets, like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. So, again, basically it's just like adding, doubling down and such in a sense. <laughs> so, it's been fun. Uh, obviously, looking forward to that Hawks and Brooklyn game tonight. That's just one example, but Sacramento coming up tonight versus the Suns. No, yeah, no, uh, New Orleans versus the Suns. I apologize. Sacramento versus Cleveland. So, games like that. Milwaukee, Dallas. There's, Friday night's going to be a lot of fun games to watch. So, something to something to look forward to. Download the app now, sign up with the code TBPN, place a $5 pregame money line bet on any team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details, and you will see that in the disclaimer. So, in the show notes, like I just said. <laughs> yes. So, again, the four games to preview. What do we got coming up? The Utah Jazz. Rudy Gobert is, has got a little homecoming to do now. A little homecoming to do with the Utah Jazz, 15-12. and 12. Not quite as dazzling and explosive as they were to start off the season. Shocker there, right? You know, th- there's always going to be a sugar high. Like, ooh, let's show them. Let's show them. And then, you know, okay, maybe you're not as good as you thought. You know, you're okay. You're fine. And, of course, guys like Mike Conley being out and such. Looks like he's back now, though. Hmm, because I know he's on my fantasy team. Not that you need to know about that. But he is. Uh, Utah beat the Wolves in overtime back on Friday, October 21st. That's ancient history. What was that, the third game of the season for Minnesota? I do believe Utah, yeah, well, yeah, they're 3-2 and two in their last five. It's not that bad. Lost to Chicago on November 28th, 114-107. Rematch of the 97 and 98 NBA Finals, back-to-back finals there. Both lost, unfortunately. And they lost to the Bulls again. Uh-oh. Clippers, they beat the Clippers 125-112. They beat the Pacers 139-119. Wow. Lost to the Portland Trailblazers, who were kind of an upstart team to start out the season. Now they're kind of coming back to reality as well, which is good for us, I suppose. Golden State, they beat the freaking nasty, annoying, <laughs> annoying load management warriors. Even Dan Barrero locally has turned on them because of that. It's because like they're not respecting their fans or anything. When has Golden State respected anybody? Have you ever noticed that? You know, it's about time people woke up. Thank you. Wake up, people. Take the red pill. Golden State is a bunch of jerks, except for their, except for the podcast hosts and some of their fans out there are fantastic. But the team, I'm not a big, you know, I just don't like those guys, man. I'm sorry. Maybe in a year or two or three years or something when maybe some of those guys are finally gone, I'll be like, all right, how about the Warriors? <laughs> maybe it'll be a little different vibe there. Right? Steve Kerr, ugh, drives me nuts. Um, so again, all respect the Oakland Warriors podcast. Thank you so much. Again, last thing I want to do is diss, <laughs> diss their team too much. They have such a, you know, they have such a kind review for me on iTunes and I, I, I owe them one myself. I better do that. So great show as well. Um, and yes, and the Wells are not in the playoff picture at the moment, which is annoying. Well, we're 12 and 12, so we got to catch the Warriors. See if we even be in the playoff picture. Well, when they beat you by 30, and, and rub it in your face doesn't help either. Next, i got to get back where I need to be. I'm already going. But these these previews are fun. I like to just kind of go all over the place when I go into the preview section. It's just how I am. Again, lost to the Jazz the first game. And it's a four-game series because they are in our division. Woohoo. <laughs> 8 p.m. Mountain Time. Mountain Time Zone, my favorite. I like Mountain Time. I'd love to live in that part of the country. I would not mind one bit going to the Jazz tonight. Uh, December the 9th, 
Monday, January 16th, not too far from now, in Target Center for that. And then the season finale is February 8th. February 8th, Wednesday, in Utah. So, let's look at things now. Points per game, Wolves are 8th. Jazz are 3rd. Rebounds per game, 14th for Minnesota, 12th for the Jazz. Field goal percentage, 6th for the Wolves, 8th for the Jazz. Free throw percentage, I don't really get into that, but, well, 10th and 18th. Minnesota's 10th. Three-point percentage, 30, or 26th, pardon me, for Minnesota, 7th for Utah. Doesn't surprise me too much. Assists, both teams pretty good at that. 10th for Minnesota, 8th for the Jazz. Turnovers, Wolves are 29th. Yep, and imagine that. Like, six turnovers for one guy is going to kill you. 29th in the league. Jazz are 25th. Assist to turnover ratio, 26th for Minnesota, 18th for the Jazz. Fifth in blocks are the Wolves because of, you know, obviously, you know, Gobert blocks shots, but not as much as some other guys lately. 12th for the Jazz. And Steals, Wolves are 3rd. Anthony Edwards right there. And 12th for the Jazz. Sorry if that's a little too monotonous. Uh, revenge game. Are the Wolves going to win this one? I don't think so. Uh, until they prove me otherwise, I don't think so. The, the Wolves have been up and down all season, and Utah gave us hell last time around. So let's look at the injuries. That's what I really wanted to get to. Colonel Anthony Towns, of course, of the calf out until sometime in January. Torian Prince with the shoulder uh, out as of uh, November the 24th. We'll see there. Simone Fontecchio. Ankle injury as of December the 8th. Laurie Markinen, illness as of December the 8th, so he probably won't be available. Uh, Johnny Juzang, rolls right off your tongue. Johnny Juzang, all right. <laughs> rolls right off your tongue. Wrist injury as of November 22nd. 22nd, pardon me, the 59th anniversary of the JFK assassination. 59th, so one more year. Um, again, I... Prove me, prove me wrong, Minnesota. Uh, prove me wrong, Minnesota. Laurie Marketing probably won't play, so that might help. Jordan Clarkson, are you ever going to stop that guy? He's smoked us every effing time we play them. Beasley, of course, he's got some motivation. Jared Vanderbilt, guys like that. Not the sexiest numbers, but when has Vanderbilt's numbers really been that sexy, generally speaking? He'd have those 13 rebound games, and then he'd kind of get quiet and have less minutes the next performance. Uh, he's at about 8-8 eight and eight right now. 8 rebounds, 8.4 points a game. Rudy Gay still playing. Jeez, that guy's pretty old, isn't he? Wasn't he drafted like 15 years ago, right? 2007 or was it even 06? It's a long time ago. I think that was the uh, Foy draft. That's 06. It's a long time. Walker Kessler. I don't know. He's, he doesn't talk like that, but the name the name sounds like somebody from Alabama or some Walker Kessler. I'm Walker Kessler. I'm here to play. Here to play. I'll play tight end for Vikings or or Dallas Cowboys or something. No, Walker Kessler. Yeah, it sounds more like a tight end up in the NFL from the South. But about six points and about five and a half rebounds. And he does block shots. You know, it drives me absolutely bananas. <laughs> and I know, he's more of a specialist when it comes to shot blocking. But let me tell you, 16.10 minutes. 16, 16 minutes, 10 seconds a game, right? In 24 games. Averages more blocks than Rudy Bleepin' Grobert. Really, man? Really? I'm not mad at you, Walker. I'm not mad at you. And again, he doesn't even talk like that. I'm not mad at Walker. I'm mad at Rudy Gobert. Come on, Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to boo. I want to Rudy, okay? Because I've booed him enough already. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. After that booing comment, that kind of, yeah, I don't know. He earned a little bit of humor from me because I can, damn it. Utah wins the game, though, unfortunately. Yep, yep. Utah wins the game. 118 to 112. The Utah Jazz beat the Wolves by six. Leading scorer for the game will be, for the Minnesota Timberwolves, will be Rudy Gobert. But no, no, it won't be. It's not going to be Rudy. It's going to be D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is going to have another good game, but the Wolves do not win, unfortunately. Move on to the Portland Trail Blazers. I'm actually calling them their name correctly. I always come up with Jail Blazers, but that was kind of getting to be back in the day. They're both in Portland on the 10th. So this is a back-to-back. -back. This could be a very ugly week. It has the it has the chance to be a very ugly week or, holy cow, the Wolves were great on the road. I hope it's the latter. At Utah, at Portland twice, at the Los Angeles Clippers, where we never win. We never beat the Clippers for some freaking reason. But, okay, sometimes we do, but not lately. I think the Wolves split with Portland. This could end up being a 1-3 type of week, though. 
I think the Wolves split, and I don't think this is the win. The Wolves always suck in these back-to-backs, and I don't know why. They just do. Other than, of course, they're tired and all that, but Anthony Edwards needs to get over that whole thing about he's not good in the back-to-backs. Pisses me off like you wouldn't believe. Nasir Little, hip injury as of the 30th of November, and Gary Payton second. Core. Core. What is he, a machine? The core? Okay, um, I know. I, I'm just being weird. October 13th. Been out for a while. Gary Payton the second. Yep, Gary Payton playing out in the West Coast. Yeah, he's been on the Warriors, which is a hometown, of course. Oh, well, at least of the original Gary Payton. He grew up in Oakland, so, you know, the real the real Gary Payton with the uh, the Sonics. And eventually the Heat and, of course, uh, the, the Celtics, the Heat, the Bucks. He played for the Bucks first, actually, um, before the, yeah, the other games. Four game series of this club we haven't played yet. Uh, Saturday the 10th of December, Monday the 12th. Uh, and then January the 4th on Wednesday, that's, uh, but yeah, these are going to be both in Minnesota. Wednesday, January the 4th, and then uh, the Chloe Cat anniversary. <laughs> well, uh, let's just leave that where that is. April the 2nd, Sunday, 2.30 p.m., April the 2nd, when uh, probably the view outside will be a little different, maybe. I, I think so, unless we have one of those late winters, which tend to happen. So, yep, uh, Portland is 2-3 and three in their last five. LA Clippers 18 and 12 or excuse me lose they beat the they lose to the Clippers 118 to 112 lose to the Lakers wow lose to the Lakers all right okay I mean well somebody has to right and the Lakers are playing a little better so I apologize they're getting their Mr. Somebody finally stays healthy once in a while uh 128 to 109 loss to the Lakers they beat the Jazz in Utah all right Portland all right they beat the Jazz in Utah 116 111 Beat the Pacers 116-100. to 100. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Impressive, actually. That was almost the NBA Finals back in 2000. If the Pacers somehow, uh, or excuse me, if the Blazers got past the stinking Lakers, or, yeah, that would have been interesting if that happened. The uh, And then the game that's flashing on the screen right now, of course, it's a replay, because we don't have NBA games at 10 in the morning, I don't think, which is what it is right now and where I'm at. 121 to 120, the Denver Nuggets beat the the uh, Portland Trailblazers in Portland. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. As we're, yep, let's look at some of the quick stats here. I better go fast. 19 points, 17, uh, 19th in points, 17th in rebounds, 15th in field goal percentage, 22nd in free throw. Why do I keep doing that one? Third in three point percentage. Again, not surprising. Damian Lillard gets hot, but so do other players. Um, 19th in assists. 19th in turnovers, 18th in assist to turnover ratio. That's funny. That would have been funny if that was 19 also. It could have been. They don't block a whole lot of shots, 26th in the league, and they don't get a lot of steals, 21st. So that's probably not helping them changing shots and uh, getting takeaways and such. Takeaways mean something. They do. might be a little bit overrated. It might not mean you're a great defensive player, but it does mean you're a ball hawk. Hawk, not hog, hawk. And that you can uh, change change the pace of the game at times. Damian Lillard, well, at least he's healthier this year for the most part. Um, last year he missed like the whole damn season, which was really annoying. I don't think he's playing. I don't think he played in this game, did he? No, he did. He did, right? He's not on the injured list. Yeah, he's always missing time, which is annoying. He's missed about half of the start of the season here. 27 points a game. Whew, you know, field goal percentage is 43, three point is 37. Anthony Simmons, Simons has really stepped up lately. 24 points a game. Where did he come from? So another reason why Portland got better. He took forever, but whoa, Anthony Simons. Anthony, Anthony, like Anthony Hardaway. Anthony Simons, Simmons has really stepped up. 24 points a game. Field goal percentage about 44. Three goal percentage almost 39. That's awesome. Jeremiah Grant can really scorch the net. 45%. Nurkic only attempts about one and a half threes a game, but he's 44, almost 45%. So good for him. A couple guys that can make some threes. So Portland obviously can shoot from the outside. That's why they're higher up. Certain guys make the big shots. Gary Payton, yeah, has not played a single game yet. Nasir Little has been out for a while. Justice Winslow, man, yeah. I thought, there wasn't there a time he was looked on to be like a decent prospect? He's just kind of, eh, he's okay. Just okay. Uh, Jeremiah Grant, though, he can really shoot. And uh, Simons has really stepped up. Simon Simmons, he's really become a nice player for the Portland Trailblazers. Good for him, honestly. 
Uh, Minnesota loses this game. The final score of something along the likes of, see, they score a little less than us. Uh, something along the likes of like one, I think it's going to be like 113 to 100. It's not going to be a good night, I don't think, versus, uh, so it'll be two losses in a row. And then the Wolves will beat Portland in uh, the next game, also in Portland, but they'll win this, the second one on uh, Sunday. And come out feeling a little better. Is it, It's not Sunday, it's Monday, right? Sorry, I apologize, but they'll come out victors in that one. Monday, Monday the 12th in Portland. The Wolves will win that one. Anthony Edwards goes off for like 35, I think, and the Wolves win that game. Final score in that one will be like 118 to... 118 to 111, something like that, but uh, Anthony Edwards with 35. The Portland game, or the Portland game, the previous Portland game, which would be more accurately stated. <sighs> previous Portland game, who's going to lead the Wolves in scoring in that one? Mm, it probably is going to be Anthony Edwards again, I think. It's going to be Anthony Edwards in that one, too, like 24, though. It's not going to be nearly as high. Clipper game. Clipper talk. It's Clipper talk. <laughs> Clipper Talk. Yep, that was a podcast many years ago that uh, the guy stopped right away, unfortunately. Um, unfortunately, good, cool guy from from uh, the UK. But unfortunately, it just kind of was what it was there. I, I wish he kept doing it. Terrence Mann, concussion. Well, we won't see him for a little bit. Uh, the 12th of December, Norman Powell, groin. We probably won't see him for a bit either. 11.30, that's November 30th anyway. Um, Anthony Edwards is now at 23 points a game as he continues to get better and better over the course of time. Los Angeles Clippers, are they both together again, together again? No, they're not. Well, kind of. Kawhi Leonard has played seven games so far this year, and uh, he's, he's, he's rusty. 11 points, 24 minutes a game. That's weird. That is really weird. But, well, he's been out since, like, you know, he's been out since Kennedy was president. So, shoot. I mean, I don't know. I know an ACL is a very, 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 very serious injury, right? And it takes a long time to rehab, and who am I to judge anybody? But two freaking years, dude. Seriously? Two years? S seriously, though. And and that's what it's like with all of them. Where's Jonathan Isaac, my favorite player, basically? Where is he? Come on, Jonathan. Jonathan, let's go. Let's go, Jonathan. <laughs> well, maybe he has been playing. I'm going to screw around here real quick. I'd hope he's playing by now. You've got to be kidding. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Why? I mean, Teddy, uh, I won't even get into it. I, I can't even believe that. What the heck? Anyhow, uh, well, I mentioned the injuries and such. Mm, that is disgusting. Uh, 30th in points, 107. Yep, they're not, they don't score. They're the worst team in the league in points, which is, which is kind of funny. 13th in rebounds. So, 17th in field goal percentage. These are the Clippers, of course. 11th in three-point percentage. Yeah, Paul George can get hot, of course. 26th in assists. 24th in turnovers. 28th in assist-to-turnover ratio, so they're kind of a mess. 15th in blocks, right smack dab in the middle, and they are the worst team in the league about steals. So, interesting. Interesting. So, certainly a winnable game. It's just we just never beat these guys. It's annoying. 14 and 13, but you know what? I'm going to step out in faith. The Wolves do beat these guys. Because it doesn't look like they're playing all that great. John Wall. John Wall. Yep. The best journeyman ever, right? He's become a, quite a journeyman. 12.5 points, 6 assists. Just nothing to write home about. 3 point percentage, 29. Again, nothing to write home about. He's not even close to what people used to see him as. <sighs> mm. um, <laughs> Reggie, Reggie Jackson, as uh, Wayne Hunt would say of the Courtside Podcast. I need to shout out more to those guys, but... They've been invisible. They've been on hiatus for quite a while. I hope they come back. When podcasts go on hiatus, sometimes it's just, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, let's do it. Ah, nah, that's okay. Okay, let's come back. Let's let's come back this week. Nah, it's, you know, that's the problem when you get in a hiatus. You, like, the urge to come back kind of gets weaker and weaker. So, come on, guys, come back. Let's go. <laughs> that kind of happened with video game flashback, huh? Yeah, I'm going to start doing video game podcasts. Nah, I waited 14 and a half years but it has returned. It's alive. Okay, sorry. Yes, video game podcast is alive. Video game flashback podcast is alive. Video game flashback. It's four words, all separate words. So look that up if you feel like it. I did preview combat for Atari. Yes, I'm ancient. I'm ancient, but I'm not as old as combat, but <laughs> I had to do it because I wanted to start with something simple. 
had it was like the original Atari 2600 game. So what the hell? Why not? Start with something simple to get the blood flowing again for the podcast. Paul George has been a freaking thorn in the side for the Wolves forever. And when he's not hurt, when he's not hurt, he's always missing time. He's missed, what, seven, eight games already this year. Eight games. 23 points a game. He can, he can make threes. He can score 50 on you. He could be a pain in the ass, and he could be hurt. It's one of the tier with Paul George. So, I don't know if I'd give up 100 draft picks for him. I don't know. Not that I'm complaining about Rudy Gobert or anything, but, <clears throat> excuse me, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson's been a pain in the butt for the Wolves historically, too, with teams like the Clippers, teams like the uh, the Thunder and such. He's, he's had his nice games against the Wolves, but um, it seems like he ends up losing at the last minute, though, against us. Nicholas Batum, overpriced and whatever the heck else he is. He's just a role player now, five points a game. Robert Covington, same thing, five points a game. Two guys that were pretty valuable at one point. Amir Coffey, former Gover. Nice, solid guy, but uh, unfortunately for him, um, you know, not a whole lot of numbers. But he has he has played a lot this year. 22 games in 15 minutes. So I guess kind of sort of like a Nas Reed role, I guess, sort of. But not as efficient, not as effective as Nas Reed is. Definitely not. We'll see if Amir Coffey can get going. Uh, son of Paul Coffey. Did I call him Paul Coffey? Richard Coffey. Paul Coffey played in the National Hockey League. Richard Coffey. He played with the Wolves for a cup of co- coffee. <clears throat> Sorry. Here's, here's some coffee here, too. Okay, I think I've overplayed that a little bit. But, yeah, it was a great Gopher player that took the Minnesota Golden Gophers team with uh, Clem Haskins as coach to the Elite Eight back in 1990. Yes. Um, to the point, though, I think the Wolves beat the, the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. You know, they're not good this year, are they? Gosh, it seems like yesterday. Clippers, Lakers, Western Conference Finals. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Kawhi Leonard tears his ACL, and you never see him again. And he comes back like two and a half years later, and he's, he's played in seven games, and uh, he's missed 20 games already this year. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. Um, he was out even before Jonathan Isaac, so it's just kind of sad and depressing. It, it really is, you know. It's like you don't really, especially guys like Vince Germano and others out there, Kalen Woods, uh, Stu Benson that are Lakers fans, that, um, you know, they probably don't like the Clippers a whole lot. I'm sure they don't. In fact, they really don't at all. Um, but at the same time, I mean, just for the sake of competition and for quality basketball, quality quality teams in the league, like, it's, it's kind of sad. It's kind of heartbreaking, you know? Come on, you know, come on, Kawhi and, and Clippers and all that. So it is what it is. I want the Wolves to take advantage and get the win. The Wolves will split this week, two and two. So, yay, we'll just stay at 500. I, but it's a very tough schedule. So if you come out, if you come out of four games with Utah, Portland twice, and the Clippers all on the road, you come out two and two, I think you should feel okay. I think you should. And I think it'd be nice. It'd be kind of almost like a step forward, even though, you know, standings-wise, it's not. You're just you know, flatlining, but to survive a four-game trip like that uh, to the West, not bad, A, I would say. Timberwolves win, final score, 114. It's going to be really close. Uh, it might even go to OT, but let's just say 114 to 114, 113. Wolves win by one. On the road versus the Clippers, leading score will be, of course, Anthony Edwards. He's going to lead the Wolves pretty much every night. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Russell had a, had one of his 28-point games, though maybe I'm going to lean that way. D'Angelo Russell, but I think Anthony Edwards is like 27, if that's the case. Something along the likes, but the Wolves end up winning. Rudy Gobert gets like 20 rebounds, and the Wolves end up winning the game with the Clippers clanging shots. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Rudy Gobert gets 20 rebounds, and the Wolves defeat the Clippers by one on the road. Cool. So, two and two. We'll be back for fan interaction right after this. back for segment number three, Fan Interaction segment. Glad this show is a little bit longer than last week. It's, you know, I felt like I was rushing a little too much last week, you know, I think let's enjoy ourselves, talk some basketball. So, I don't want you to think, oh, it's just Timberwolves Explosion. I love Timberwolves Explosion. It's my favorite show to do, honestly, in a lot of ways, because for me, basketball, I played it, I played it so much 
that I, I can paint a picture with basketball better than any other sport that I podcast about. Honestly, that's why I enjoy doing this show so much. And of course, I watched it for, you know, forever. Watched it, played it, all that good stuff. <sighs> but enough about me. I'm babbling too much again. So, Timberwolves Explosion, episode 345 last week. Time for Ant to take the reins. And I think he is, according to D'Angelo Russell. At TWolvesEX, at TWolvesEX, and also at Wolves Explosion is the other Twitter account that has been reinstated from Twitter. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, I mean, I'm glad about that. Let's get a little bit of, you know, I mean, uh, yeah. Let's get a little semblance of sanity here when it comes to that. What the heck is calling me? Let's just leave that alone. Pittsburgh, New York. Plattsburgh, New York. All right, well, I don't think they're related to anything, I hope. Anyhow... Random Hoops, that would be Reese Padretti out of Brisbane, Australia. Love you very much. Also known as Pumba, of course, and he posts some cool stuff. Literally Random Hoops. It's really cool. You know, I can imagine that as a nice podcast as well. No, nudge, nudge, you know, because he, he had a really nice one years ago with uh, that basketball show, and he created a new one after that. I don't know why I forgot the name of that one. I feel like a jerk now. So maybe uh, fill me in on that one. But I would, yeah, I mean, Random Hoops, I can imagine him doing a show about that. But if it's just kind of tweeting out stuff and interacting with, with, with people like me and Vince and stuff. It's pretty damn cool. And Antonay and, and Levi Brown out of New Zealand. Levi Brown also out of New Zealand retweeted. Vince Germano. Vinrock, at Vinrock44. <laughs> Vince Germano out of Melbourne, Australia. Also part of the Courtside Podcast with Stu Benson and, of course, Wayne Hunt. I keep wanting to call him Hank McCoy, but that was his nickname for a while. It's Wayne Hunt is his real name. What a great show. But they've been on a hiatus forever. Please come back. Please come back. I'm like Michael Jordan begging, or Magic Johnson begging Michael Jordan to come back. Please come back. Please. Um, the Basketball Podcast Network. Dylan. Yep, Dylan out of out of Vancouver. Thank you so much. Tanae Brown out of New Zealand and Wolves Explosion. <laughs> I, I did that to kind of, you know, obviously, yeah, you want it on both. That's the only way to get it on that one because I... For some reason, on browsers, it's limited. Why? On, I, I can have more Twitter accounts on my phone than on, brow, than on uh, a web browser? Come on. That's weird. It's kind of stupid. So that's how I was able to get it on that one. I'm going to actually check Wolves Explosion. I don't think there's a whole lot of activity, unfortunately, on either Twitter, which is, you know, my fault, like it usually is. Like everything at work is Joey's fault, too. So looks like mostly uh, people following that are, uh, uh, you know, those kind of websites and stuff, you know, that kind. You can just fill in the blank there. Um, this was from the last show, but I'll read it again. Seemed like Ant is still pissed off about last season playoffs. Last season's playoffs. Love to see it. Yep, that was versus Memphis. That was really cool. And Anthony Edwards has taken steps forward this year. It's like the steps back here and there, turnovers and stuff, and he'll have those weird, like, crappy games where he's, like, his legs are tired or whatever. So, but Hopefully he continues to develop and get better. He, he definitely looks tougher than ever before, does Ant Edwards. Okay, so back to the main Twitter here, which is, even though it's got less followers, it's been the main Twitter for two years. Derek Felska also retweeted it. Uh, at Crease and Assist, at Grease and Assist, basically a just a, a, a really nice friend out of a Western, uh, Western Wisconsin, basically from Minnesota, but is a teacher and a defensive line coach for the high school over there in Western Wisconsin. Um... But massive hockey fan, uh, massive hockey fan, hockey writer, hockey expert, I'd say, really knows the prospects, but knows the game super well. He, he's probably going to start up a podcast very soon, just in case he's listening to this one. So, yeah, huge shout out to him always. Tanae Brown, there he is. Good, good. I thought there was, I was hoping there was something. Thank you, thank you, Tanae. Didn't get to watch the game, but I swear every time I checked the app, it said we turned the ball over. See? Yep, see what I mean? Glad I missed this one. That was probably the uh, thunder, right? Yeah, I was yelling, get a bleeping rebound, way to wave the white, the white flag, give them 90 attempts at a shot. Yeah, I was just, Gah! I was saying it was horrifying to say the least, felt like games when I was in sixth grade. Yep, my sixth grade basketball team turned the ball over like half of the time they went down the court and then acted like I was a jerk for saying like, what's wrong with us? Why can't we be better, basically? Like, why are we so, yeah, like, oh, what kind of team player are you? Um, the kind that says like, step up your game or get the hell out of here. Kind of like Anthony Edwards would probably tell you. You know, either Kevin Garnett or sure as heck would have. I didn't like everything about Garnett, but at least he had that side to him at times. Yeah, step your game up or get the hell out of here. 
Seriously, like you're gonna just walk up the court and let them like like let them like bully you? You're a, you're a you're a a wimp. You're a wimp. <laughs> you can guess the other word. It's something that uh, <laughs> something that uh, was it uh, something that Berea called Ray Allen when <laughs> when Ray Allen got all uh, got all like pissed off and pissy at uh, J.J. Berea years ago. And it was like a physical altercation a bit. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Yeah, Ray Allen acted like a, a douchebag in that game. Anyhow, that's unfortunately the end of fan interaction, but still always love hearing from you. And you know what? That was a thought-provoking tweet. You know, like you did turn every damn time, like turn the ball over, turn the ball over, turn the ball over. Yeah, it, it's annoying. It's pathetic. So yeah, I mean you you hit on the you hit on a very uh, uh, a very uh, sour subject right there. So. A very uh, sensitive subject right there when it comes to the Wolves right now. Not only the the, the frustrating defense, but uh, obviously, again, lack of ball control. It drives us crazy. So with that said, please write a positive rating on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Stitcher, or Spotify. I think some of them is just a star. Otherwise, you can write a short review, great show, or whatever the heck, or a mediocre show, whatever you want to say. Hopefully, it's a great show or a good show at least. Really appreciate those of you that have in the past. That's why I made dang sure that I kept the normal feed. Plus, plus it would screw everything up. People would all have to like, oh, we got to delete this feed and go to the other one. So that would have completely destroyed the show. It would have taken like a year to recover, if 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 not longer. Um, so that would have been really stupid on my part. And I almost did that. I almost did it. Think about it. Uh, with that said, again, thank you. Tell your friends about the show. Huge shout-out to, yeah, I gotta say this, uh, from Flip to Finch, Scott Doherty. Uh, really appreciate you on Facebook for allowing me to post uh, post links to the show, or at least, uh, yeah, but it's Wolfpack. Yep, Flip to Finch. Yep, really, really appreciate you. Scott Doherty, yep, really appreciate you very much for allowing me to post, like, not links, but, like, just encouraging people to download it on any favorite podcasting app and all that. So, thank you so much, Scott. Really like hearing from you. And, uh, yep, it's a nice page. Recommend it. With that said, have a nice week. Timberwolves, at least come out of this one 500, and I'll be okay with it, honestly. <laughs>